All right, so you're playing salt, but don't worry about this guy, all right? He's a little intimidating, but he's actually intimidated by you because you took like no time to grow this. It took him like 30 years to get to this length of his beard, okay? So when you win, don't forget who got you here. My tutelage, yeah. right? All right? So I got you here. What the hell's going on? Hey, hey Kaiser, hey. I thought you were in Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. Detroit? Yeah, but didn't you have a problem at the airport? I live two blocks from here. Uh, I walked to the venue. No, 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 I can explain, I can explain. Listen, there's been a lot of things you need to explain. Don't worry about, Parker, please, don't worry about it. Look, Kaiser. All right, we're gonna address that later, because that was weird. In the meantime, we got this guy solved. Now I know a few ways we can Finals. The tournament is coming to an end here. I am Christian Harloff, joined as always by Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. Mark. Nanu, Nanu na na to you, sir. Na you know, we were so young when this tournament started, Christian, and now it's just like a little kid. It grows up so fast, and here we are in the finals. It is going to be an epic five round clash. Robert the Spider Parker is taking on Saul. Yeah, now this is, I'm at, now a lot of people said Parker is going to take this tournament. Parker should get to the finals. He's done exactly what people said he was going to do. He wound up winning the first match against Jesse Swift. He wound up winning the second one against Ethan Big Time Irwin. And then Saul, after that loss to Amaru Moses, how was Saul gonna handle it? Well, Saul came back firing. He won his match against Brandon Hanna, his rival. He won his match against Moose Haas. So Saul is also looking pretty good right now, and the winner will go on to play either Amaru Moses or Mike the Killer Kalinowski. At Spectacular. And some of those luminaries you just mentioned that were felled in battle at the hands of one of these two competitors we're about to meet, they're here in attendance yeah. at the beautiful Scum and Villainy Cantina Woo! in Hollywood, California, because everybody inside and outside of the inner geekdom galaxy wants to see this event. This is a collision course, and these two fellows have been on this road for a while. It's about to come to a head. Yeah, we're going to find out who's going to the spectacular. We're going to know that in just a little bit, and it's it, it, these guys both, they're both talkers. They've both been going at each other, and you look, the Den has a championship already with Thomas Harper, and they're looking to try to get Saul a title to get him to the spectacular. Now, the dungeon, they were the overall favorites to win the whole thing. Well, they're not in first place right now. They're scrapping to get back up there, and are win by Robert Parker here could get them a potential, potential seven points should they get to uh, Spectacular. What's the difference between a dungeon and a den? We don't know. Let's see if this promo has some answers. 
Well, got a match against a guy goes by one name, Paul. We don't lose today because he's about to go murder in the tournament. Saul, rather, didn't get past the first round in the last year's tournament. And now here he is. He's got an opportunity to make it to the finals. He's talked about wanting to play Robert Parker. I'm going to swing by your house and wish you good luck. Show up my manager's house, so you know I'm staying. You're intimidating like this? I'm the other. Yeah, I do. Saul, you get wound so tightly, so high strung. It looks like you haven't gone to the bathroom in like three weeks, dude. I got more heart than you have intellect. Don't forget that. I'm not gonna come to that table playing scared or say something now. No, you came here to say something. I'm a Let's see if he's home. Hey, Paul, you home? There he is. There he is. Look who I've played this season. Look who I've tested my medal against. Champion after champion. Who have you played them? Barney and Friends Rejects? No, I've seen people lose to you before the match even starts. I see how you intimidate people. I know your reputation. I know how accurate you are. You're going down, Saul. Look what happened last time you played in front of a live crowd. You choked hard. I love the crowd, and the crowd loves me. Good luck, Paul. You're gonna need it. Not gonna work, Paul. See you soon. That's just too close. Did it just do it on its own? Yeah. Get at it. A lot of shots fired, a lot of talking. They're both big talkers. Is it going to be the Saul show today? Is it going to be the Spider show? We don't know what we're going to see. We don't know how they're going to perform because, Mark, this is a five-round match. Remember, Parker's never played in a five-round match. He got close. He wound up playing Chandra Dondapani. Chandra beat him early this year. And even though that's the thing with Parker, Parker's 6-2, and two, uh-huh. and he look, that's a great record. But when he came into the league, everyone said, this guy, this is the heir apparent. This is, he's going to do the same thing that Smets did before him. And he hasn't gotten there yet. He hasn't gotten the shot for the goal. Saul came out of nowhere. They're like, oh, that's the guy that used to call in a Collider Live. He's not going to be any good. And now look at him. He's a knockout artist. He's really something special to watch. So this is anybody's game. They both want to get to the spectacular, which is kind of like Las Vegas. Right now, they're in Prim, Nevada. They're oh so close. Yep. By the way, Vegas, I bring it up for a reason, because there's a betting round involved in here, too. Hey, the spider, he knows a little bit of magic. Is that going to give him an advantage in the buzzer round? We're about to find out the answers to a lot of these questions, as well as a bunch of stuff that Chris and I have no idea what we're asking in just a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Good, Brody. Gang, we got here today. Five rounds in the Inner Geekdom Ultimate Schmodown Tournament. Mom ever. That's right. She is all business when it comes to managing her competitor, Saul. Remember, now this is everyone gives Kate crap for trading around Mar- Marisol if 
she had not done that, possibly she wouldn't have gotten Saul. And there is Saul. Introducing first, representing the chair with a record of four wins, two defeats, and four knockouts. This is You know, and I had incorrectly said, you know, that Saul had broken the record in knockouts. Last time he played, that's Kevin Smith's obviously in his rookie season, but still four knockouts. It's nothing to be uh, shy about or bashful no. about. Four knockouts for him. Yes. Did you have something to say? You could mention that I lead the league overall in steals if you wanted to talk about stats. Oh, well, all right. Well, he leads the league in steals. He is you know the him? Ricky Henderson of the Intergeekdom Division. Thank you. Welcome. All right. Well, there is Saul, the Saul show. And he has the fullest beard. And he has the fullest beard. All right. So now we just await for the spider. That's a spider crawling. Eight legs. All of them know a lot about the energy. There is the dungeon music. And there he comes. There is Robert the Spider Parker. Remember. They were saying the heir apparent, can he fulfill his destiny finally and get that title shot here today? Is that the and there he is. Behind him? Representing the Dungeon with a record of six wins, two defeats, and four knockouts. He is Robert the Spider-Parker. It's Saul Bobblehead night in the Schmodown. Get one while supplies last. All right, our competitors have arrived here. It is Parker. It is Saul. There is a garden gnome. Let's get to the rules of round number one. First and foremost, and most importantly, the garden gnome is not to attack Baby Yoda, which is hiding behind a some sort of blue liquid. Now, as far as the match itself, it's intergeekdom, gentlemen. So ten questions will emerge in round number one from ten different corners of the inner geekdom galaxy here in the Schmodown. Each question's for the point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing. Tom Fullery allowed in round at number one. Once we ask the question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever writing surface you prefer. Please, once we ask you by name or nickname to show your answer, show it to the camera, show it to the audience, show it to the managers, and show it to us up here at the answer desk. You each have three usages of the JTE rule. Hey, he hangs out in gardens sometimes. Yep. JTE, that's your repeat. You get three of them total throughout the five-round match. You also each have one challenge. Maybe utilize at any point. Bring in managers. We'll deliberate to our heart's content. It will be your manager that confirms and ratifies if said challenge is taking place. That gnome freaking out Grogu. Alright, here we go. So, we, right now we are going to start with Parker. Are you ready? Yeah. Saul, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's get ready to Schmodown! Very confident. Both of them. Affirmative answers. Alright, here we go. Question one from the category of heroes and villains. What is the full name of the alien villain hellbent on killing Agent K in Men in Black 3? My god. You read that like it was the apocalypse. Oh, this could be the apocalypse. Marcus, pace yourself. You look at the way that Kaiser's dressed. Looks and like the Joker five, in Batman 89. Four, three, two. Can you please repeat the question? Yep, first one. What is the full name of the alien villain hellbent on killing Agent K in Men in Black 
three. And that is Saul's first repeat. Best usage of a top hat in cinematic history is. Mm, Ever make a movie out of top Five. hat? No. Four, three, two. Cat in the hat. One. That's a good one. Hands down. Hands up, please. We start with Robert Parker. Boris the animal. Yes, sir. Saul. Get an it. All right. So Parker goes up. One of my most hated characters in cinema history. So now we move on to Star Wars. Yes. It's about spice. Your question for a point. What Imperial officer does Supreme Leader Snoke refer to as Rabid Kerr? So you get a one strike there for Parker who goes up one nothing in the first question. Yeah. Five rounds, Elmar. It's more like a ball to Parker because he got a point. Five. He's on base. Four. Three. Metaphors mixed up. Two. One. Hands down. Hands up, please. We start with Saul. Hux. Yes. Hux. Yeah, I got it. All right. <laughs> Two, one. <laughs> Question three. Going to shift over to DC. What DC Comics film features the characters of Angela Dodson, Chaz Kramer, and Lucifer Morningstar? Uh, speaking of uh, DC, yeah. did you find uh, Video Drew and I grew up like five houses away from each other in Columbia, Is Maryland. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Not Five. at the same time. Four. Well, that's okay. nice. Next. Three. Much older. Two. One. Pens down. And we start with Robert Parker. Constantine. Yes. Saul. Constantine. Got it. All right. <laughs> All right. Still one point lead for Parker. Your fourth question in round one is from the category of Alien and Predator. They're friends, but not for long. Here's the query. What is the name of the ship that Winona Ryder's Annalee Call is the newest member of in Alien Resurrection? Parker seems to. Parker seems on his game at the moment. I, I like the way he answered that. that the, the, yeah. He's ready. Five. Confident. Four. Three. Two. One. Pens down, please. And we start here with Saul. The Aruga. Is incorrect? The Betty. Yes. Yeah. That's Betty. Parker up by two. Parker up by two here. 4-2. Parker one with a two-point lead as we get to question five. Marvel. In Daredevil, when Wilson Fisk has someone killed, what type of flower is left with the victims? Now, see, why would you do that? I didn't do anything. It just feels like you're risking getting caught unnecessarily. Like the wet bandits? Yeah, yes, exactly. Or the sticky bandits. Five. Oh, the weapon band is first. Four. Three. In New York. Two. One. Pens down, please. And we start with Robert. A red rose. Yes. And Saul? A rose. To be correct. All right, here we go. Next question. Careful of those thorns. Your next question is from the world of Star Trek, where we take our hand and do this for a point. On how many Star Trek films was Nicholas Meyer credited as a screenwriter? Hey. This, uh, this might have already happened, but you know they're, they're, they're shipping Shatner up to space. What? Yeah. Oh, He's flying up uh, there with Musk or one of those billionaires. That makes sense. Five, yeah. four, three, two, one. Pens down, please, and we start with Saul. Three. That's incorrect. Parker? Uh, I also had three. Oh, uh, you idiots. Two. <laughs> yeah. Two. It was the voyage home and the undiscovered country, Nicholas yeah. Meyer. Right, so no perfect round for Parker here, and he still takes his two-point lead as we get to... Our next question, question seven, graphic novels. Ed Harris plays scarred gangster Carl Fogarty in what 2000s film? 
favorite Carl Fogarty song from when he was with Credence Clearwater Revival? Oh, man, I got a lot of them. Uh, four people got that, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Have you ever seen the rain? Five, four, three. Look at you. So I know that Ben Wall. One, pens down. And we start here with uh, Robert Parker. Yeah. Uh, History of Violence. Yes, song. The History of Violence. You got it. All right, 6-4. Six, 6-4, four. Six, four. next All question. All right, we are coming up around the bend here on the last nice. three questions of round one. Question eight is in the category of Jurassic Park. And it is. Isabella Sermon plays what character in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? Gonna need the first and the last name. It's a championship match, you know? Yeah, Christian well. Harloff. Thank you, Mark Ellis. See, we're yeah, doing it. I know. They can do Five, it. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, and we start with Saul. Didn't have it. And? Maisie Williams. That is incorrect. Oh, Looking that's for Maisie Lockwood. Lockwood. Maisie Lockwood, my daughter. Maisie would be proud. Wow. So Parker. Was super confident on it, but got the name yeah. switched up there. It was like a John Carlo uh, Stanton moment yeah. there. All right, here we go. Here's the, here's the next question. Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Who composed the score for 1968's Planet of the Apes? So Saul catching a couple breaks there because the same yeah. question he missed, Parker has also missed. He wrote down Maisie Williams, who looks a lot like me. That's <laughs> fine. Been watching a lot of games. Four, three, two. <laughs> One. Pens down, and we start here with Robert. Jerry Goldsmith. Yes, and Saul. Jerry Goldsmith. Correct. All right, so it's 7-5. Seven, 7-5. Five. Seven, five. So Saul only down by two here as we get to our last question. That's right. We are at question 10, the final question, round number one. No risk of a perfect game for either competitor. Here we go in the category of who said it. In what film will you hear Lex Luthor say, I just want what Prometheus wanted? So it's only a two-point game here. Could it be more? It could have because been. Because Parker fording with a perfect, but then missing a couple. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, please. Saul, start with you. Superman Returns. Yes, sir. And Parker. Superman Returns. All right. So it's 8-6 at the end of round one. And it's a two-point game with a five-round match. Anything can happen here, Mark. It is the wheel round in round number two. How does that go? The wheel emerges. The real physical wheel is here, everyone. It showed up on time and ready for its close-up. Each competitor gets a spin at the wheel. Once they settle on a particular realm of Schmodown knowledge, five questions will emerge in that particular genre. Two points per question. Not sure you know the answer. You can ask us multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which we pray is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question recedes to one. Keep in mind, competitors, stealing is available in round number two. So keep your hands where we can. Oh, no, wait, that's the virtual one. Here, just be ready for a steal. See? Much easier here. All right, so at the moment, Parker's up by two. Robert, would you like to go first or second? We're going to defer. You're going to defer. All right, so Saul will be spinning first. All right. All right. All right, so now, because Robert Parker deferred, Saul will be spinning first. Saul, when you're ready. All right, he's just going to... That's a good spin by Saul. Nice little tap on that wheel. Round and round it goes. Well, that's a question to Saul. He's still kind of an unknown commander, what he does know, what he doesn't know inside of IG. Yeah, but if he hits a category he likes, we've seen in the past, Christian, he is going to run ramshackle through it, and it is... Swashbuckling Adventures. So All right. 60 seconds to decide. You got some pirates, got some swords. Hats. 
We'll take it. They're okay. keeping it. They're going to keep it. All right. So Saul will take Swashbuckling Adventures. Here we go. All right, Saul. Going to start here. Here we go. Saul, who plays Angelise in Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides? Angelica. Five, four, three, two. Multiple choice, please. Is it A, Kaya Skull Delario, Naomi Harris, Penelope Cruz, or Zoe Saldana? Penelope Cruz. For one point. <laughs> he gets the lead to one. Which actor appears in both The Mask of Zorro and The Legend of Zorro as two separate characters, one of which is Padre Quintero? Multiple choice, please. Is it A, Tony Amendola? B, Stuart Wilson? C, Armand Asante? D, Shuler Hensley? A, Tony Amendola. That's correct, for one more point. All righty, multiple choices the first two, and now he's tied with Parker, eight apiece. All right, here is the next question. In The Last Crusade, what U.S. state is Indy in when he tries to escape with the cross of Coronado? Arizona. It's incorrect. Utah. Can I ask <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Parker, in The Last Crusade, what U.S. state is Indy in when he tries to escape with the cross of Coronado? Utah. Correct, for two points. Big steal. Very excited about that state. All right, Saul, here's your fourth question. In what swashbuckling film will you hear the quote, but I cannot decide whether this horse is stupid or pretending to be stupid, tricky? Can you repeat the question, please? Second one. In what swashbuckling film will you hear the quote, but I cannot decide whether the horse is stupid or, pretend or pretending to be stupid? Tricky. Willow? It's incorrect. Parker, here is the opportunity to steal. In what swashbuckling film will you hear the quote, but I cannot decide whether this horse is stupid or pretending to be stupid? Tricky. The Lone Ranger. For two more points. Robert Parker. Yeah. Oh, that's a looking nasty right now. All right, here is, <laughs> here is the final question here. Who plays the bispectacled Nazi officer Major Arnold Tote in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Ronald Dahl. Correct. Parker, who plays the bespectacled Nazi officer Major Arnold Tote in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Ronald Lacey. Two more points. Robert Parker. That is a huge round for Parker because he now has a six-point lead. He increased his lead, and he didn't even spin that wheel, Christian. Now Parker does get an opportunity to spin the wheel, so it could be look out, but we still have five rounds to go. A lot can change in the betting round. A lot can happen in the speed round, but right now Parker gets his spin. He needs, Saul needs Parker to have a pretty bad round two, and here is the round, the wheel for Robert Parker. So the wheel is set. Robert Parker now. 14-8 going into his wheel spin, and here is the spin by the spider. That's right. He's got his trusty pocket watch. He's got the vest. He's got the bow tie. He's got the whole thing. He's got a nice, smooth spin, just like one of his magic tricks where he is still not giving me my watch back. And here is the spin by Parker. Round and round it goes. It looks like it's going to be heroes and villains. 
It is. Heroes and villains. Hal, feel you. 60 seconds to decide. Yeah, we're going to respin that. They're respin respinning. All right. Just a great, great buttery touch on that wheel. Yeah. Good spin by the spider. And he's, right. you know, he's got to be feeling confident right now. Because he's up by six going That's into... Right. His manager just burst into a fit of clapping. And it is... Right back to Heroes and Villains. Heroes and Villains again. Heroes and Villains. All right. So Heroes and Villains it is for the spider. He'll get five questions. The competitors are set here. Robert Parker now steps up to the plate in round number two where he spun Young Guns 2. I read that That's wrong. Good. It's actually Heroes and Villains. Five questions. In this category, we're two points apiece, unless you need the aid of multiple choice. Your first question. Who portrays Narcissa Malfoy in the Harry Potter franchise? Helen McCrory. Two points for Parker. He's on the board in a hurry in round number two. Your second question. In the film X-Men Origins Wolverine, what class is Scott Summer in when he is introduced and given detention? Multiple choice, please. Your four options for a point. Is it A, algebra, B, economics, C, Spanish, or D, history? Spanish. That is correct for yeah. uno points. That's <laughs> right, so Parker now 17-8. 17-8. That's right. We move on to question three of five in the film R.I.P.D. The Dedos can be easily discovered because of their strong hate of what type of food we're looking for the nationality? Uh, Indian cuisine. That is correct for two points. And Christian, that is impressive. Somebody in this room has seen RIPD. <laughs> there you go. Here's the next question Your for Parker. Penultimate question in the category of heroes and villains. Who plays Captain Amazing in the 90s action comedy Mystery Men? Greg Kinnear. Two more points for uh, Parker. He's piling it on now. It's 21 to 8, 13 point advantage. Had this been a three round contest, that would be considered pretty close to a knockout. However, we still have five rounds total. And so we go to question five and then on to the betting round. Mr. Parker, categories heroes and villains, and your question. In Kingsman, the Golden Circle, what is the name of the diner that Poppy serves hamburgers and also dies in? Multiple choice. Your four options for a point. Is it A, Poppy's Diner, B, Elton's Palace, C, 1950's Mashup Diner, or D, Your Song Diner? Can I get the options one more time, please? You certainly can. Is it A, Poppy's Diner, B, Elton's Palace, C, 1950's Mashup Diner, or D, Your Song Diner? A. I don't know if he knew it or he guessed it, but it's a point either way. That is correct, and Robert Parker does not miss. He does check the multiple choice on that final question, but Christian, we're looking at a 14-point ball game after round number two, and Saul needs to make an impressive wager and capitalize on it in the next round. Yeah, it's the betting round, Mark. It's round number three. How does it go? We're going to Las Vegas, and in Vegas, or here in the Schmodown in round number three in a five-round match, it's the betting round. That wheel is going to be spun one more time. Once we settle on a category, one question will emerge to the field. Competitors will write down their best attempt at the ensuing question. But before we get there, 
you must place a wager. How confident are you in the genre that is spun? You may wager points as many as three. You don't have to wager any points should you not want to. Keep in mind, if you get the ensuing question correct, you've gained as many points as you wagered. If you miss it, you lose that many points. That's how it goes in the betting round. All right, so we're going to get Robert Parker up there to spin. Robert, please give it a spin, and let's see what we're betting on. Here he comes, and uh, I'm just going to tell the folks at home, Grogu and the Gnome are up to no good behind that wheel. It is gross and graphic. I cannot believe a Muppet would do that to a Gnome, but Stop here we are. Transformers it is. Transformers. So now they're going to bet on Transformers and see what they feel confident with. All right, here we are, and the spin is Transformers. And so before Christian asks the question, we need to get a wager from each of you. So if you would please, on your whiteboard, write down how many points you want to wager in the category of Transformers. Again, you can wager as many as three points. You don't have to wager any points. Keep in mind, if you miss the question, you do lose that amount of points. There we go. All right, gentlemen, here is the question. Who plays the character Harold Attinger? a corrupt CIA operative and government official in Transformers Age of Extinction. It's not how you phrased that subtitle when we saw the movie. Oh, you said, what did I say, stinks? You said Age of Extinction. Yeah, it makes sense. That was during your stoink phase. Stand by it. Five, four, three, two, one. Parker, how many points? I bet two points. And you said? Kelsey Grammer. And Saul, how many points? Three points. You said? Kelsey Grammer. Saul getting some ground there, just a little bit, but it is both correct. 24-11. Parker, betting two, sees himself 24-11. So now we get to the fourth round. It's the speed round. That's right. Saul steadying the tie just a little bit as we careen into the speed lightning round. It moves super fast, and buzzers are involved. Five questions are in this round. They will all be asked by my partner in crime, Christian Harloff. Once he asks the question... You don't have to wait until he's done in this round. As soon as you think you know it, go ahead and hit that buzzer. If the light's up green, I'm going to say your first name. Congratulations. I know who you are. As soon as I say your name, you have two seconds to utter the correct answer. Should you do so within that allotted time, you get a point. If you miss the question or you answer but not within that two-second window, you lose a point. Keep in mind the two-second starts once I say your first name. With that, we are going to start the speed round here. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. What year saw the release of Alien vs. Predator? Saw. 2007. Correct. For one point. <laughs> Requiem and Michael Bay's first Transformers film was the question. Question two. In live action films, how many actors have played the role of Batman? Saw. Five. It's incorrect. For six. Six. So still 24 to 11. Three questions for me. In Iron Man, at what age did Tony Stark... Robert. 21. It's incorrect. Graduate from MIT looking for 17. 17. 17. 17. He's a Doogie Howser. Two questions for me. Oh, All right. Here's question four. In the Sorcerer's Stone, what is the name of Hagrid's dog? Robert. He's too fang and fluffy. And you're by way of knockout and headed to the spectacular Robert the Spider Paul 
impressive win by Robert Parker. Unbelievable performance wow. here today. That is one of the greatest intergeekdom runs we've seen. Wow. And we've seen some special ones over the year, partner. Robert Parker came here on a mission. He was focused from the start. He sounded very confident. He looked confident. His manager wore a top hat, for God's sakes. Saul is a great intergeekdom player. He probably is going to be kicking himself out a couple of those round twos. But overall, he adjudicated himself fine. It's just yeah. he ran into a fright train. This is the Robert Parker yep. that we expected yep. to see from the day he was born in the movie Trivia Schmoder. A hundred percent. When he came into the league, you're like, uh-oh, what's that guy going to do? And it didn't happen that season, but it just happened right now. Yeah. that was an absolutely incredible. If I'm Amaru Moses or Mike Kalinowski, I'm going, man. I got to take care of this match, and then I got that guy waiting for me. It's spectacular. So Parker just made a big stamp, and now he's going to the Schmodown Spectacular. He finally gets his title shot. He's been looking for it. He finally gets it. Robert Parker defeats Saul 24-11 via knockout. Unbelievable effort here by Robert Parker. You're right. He is now a man to be feared. If he wasn't already scary enough, right. everybody has now been put on notice in the inner geekdom division. Here are the movie trivia showdown, and now for an exclusive interview with the winner, Robert the Spider Parker, and his manager, some guy in a hat, it's Jen Sturger. An absolutely dominant performance today from Robert Parker. This is another five points for the dungeon, inching you closer to corruption. You have to be feeling pretty good about this, Kaiser. I'm feeling great. I mean, when you got Mara and Wit and Smets and the best of all time, Dan Merle, and Ben Bateman's big ass whiteboard, you can't lose. <laughs> but I, I do have to kind of ask you, you bring up Wit, I kind of heard that he tried to trick you out of not being here today, what's that about? And where, where do you get these rumors? I mean, you're like, it's like a sewing circle every time you and these schmoch freaks get together. It's everything's fine, we got it handled. Next um, question. Sure, sure, okay. Well, congratulations, Parker. I feel like this is kind of your coming out party at this point, you know what I mean? Like, you, you had a chance against Chance, you had a chance against Chandru, and it's like today, everything just kind of seemed to fall into place for you, and kind of throughout this entire tournament. How does getting this victory feel today? Uh, it's great. I was at the top of my game today, and I wasn't on those two days, but best believe I'm bringing my A game every single match I play in from now on. I will be playing like that every single time, if not better. You were so cool and calm and collected. What was it about oh. today? Oh, oh, are you attributing it to Kaiser? <laughs> he definitely helps. You know, people make fun of him, but he's got a level head. Uh, I was lucky enough to have Wit and, uh, you know, Smets and a lot of other people here, too. So, you know, it's all about people in your corner, keeping you calm, keeping you, your ego in check, keeping you chilled. And uh, look, it, it worked today, and I think it's going to work in the future. Now you get to go on and play it spectacular. Uh, you have one of two opponents ahead of you. It's going to be either Mike Kalinowski or uh, Amaru Moses. Dum Dum 1 or Dum Dum 2? Dum Dum 3 forgot he didn't have a microphone in front of his face. So would you like to say that again? You're the best at what you do. I got to... I rest my case. But you do, you do have, obviously, a huge task in front of you on the biggest stage of the Schmodown. Do you have a preference? Look, uh, at the end of their match, one of them is going to be holding on to my belt, and they can either hand it over to me right then, or they can present it to me on stage at Spectacular when I knock them out just like I did to Saul. Very strong words from Robert Parker. Well, congratulations today. It was a fantastic match and throughout the entire tournament. We got the biggest whiteboards, <laughs> the biggest knockouts, and the biggest top hats in the Schmodown. Get ready. Because we're coming for whoever wins.
Back to the desk. Thank you, Jen Sturger. And once again, congratulations to the Dungeon and Robert Parker. As Jen mentioned, it was a four-point win here because of the tournament, but then because of the knockout, that's one extra point. That's five points. So five points for the Dungeon, and they needed it here. Parker going to the Spectacular, going for the championship. They are very excited, and he didn't care who he was playing, whether it was Moses or Kalinowski. He's saying, that's my belt. I'm going to knock you both out. And that kind of confidence, it's hurt him in the past, but it's also, he's seven and two. He's seven and two with five knockouts. The guy's pretty nasty. It's how he's gotten here, and yeah, five points, now five knockouts, and it's always that most recent knockout that is the sweetest. That's what happened today yep. at the cost of Saul, who we know is a great inner geekdom mind. He just had a bad day. It happens to the best one. We've seen it before. How is he going to rebound from this moment? How is his manager going to help coach him through something like this? We're about to find out the answer to those questions as we toss it back to Jen Sturgeon. Tough loss out there today, Saul. You know, I spoke to both you and Kate before the match, and you guys were so calm and cool and collected. Where do you think things kind of fell apart out there? Was it intimidation from Parker? Was it, you know, the, the stress of a live event? What do you think it was out there? Well, not knowing the answers, that was a big part of it. You always forget that you, it's always like, oh, right, that was another thing that's plagued me this season. Um, wasn't intimidated by Robert. Robert's uh, inspiring, actually. When you when you have the opportunity to play someone that good, it was uh, it put it put pep in my step. It got me up a little earlier. Uh, just couldn't see just couldn't see out there. I just couldn't. It was just I was like in a fog. So you've been so dominant though in the digital era that I'm starting to wonder like, is it just getting back out in front of a crowd? Is it is it feeling the lights that makes this all a little bit more intimidating than the digital space? I don't know. That, again, I'm not sure that it's intimidating, but it's uh, it's got to be. It, it'd be foolish not to at least account for that now going forward. That I have to start. Uh, I have to start. I have to, I have to break that down, and I have to really analyze that and, and try to derive something from it, because there's uh, there's there's it's obviously a factor. Kate, you still have to feel pretty good, but with all of the performances that he's put on this season, you know, barring the two live events that he's struggled a little bit more with, you still have to feel very good about his performance. I mean, find me somebody who doesn't feel good about this guy in this league. I mean, he has more than earned his spot in this in this league. And the truth is, yeah, I mean, you look at the two outliers for him, it is live events. So we have to crack that case. That's what we have to figure out is what's going on in a live event. Because we, don't, we didn't see Saul today. We didn't see Saul at collision. There's only two times we haven't seen Saul. The rest of the time, he's TKOing, he's stealing, he's dominant. So that we have work to do. There's no question. God willing, he gets back to me next year. Uh, well, that's, that is the work that we're going to focus on. And if you think that there is any part of me that does not stand by this decision to draft Saul when I did and that I would lay down to get him again next year, you would be crazy because I, I feel like I'm a genius that this man is with me. I'm a genius! I'm a genius! Now that you've had the ability to face Parker in person, do you feel like watching his performance today and the way he played, that he has what it takes to be the next Intergeekdom champion? I thought Robert had what it take, you know, what it takes to be the champion, you know, a year ago. So yeah, no, I've always uh, had a lot of respect for, for Robert, and uh, yeah, it could be, it could very well be his coronation at uh, Spectacular. I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Kate, you're going to be at Spectacular, obviously, with Harper. How are you feeling going forward? Because this is a big stage for you. Let's face it, kind of unfamiliar territory. Uh, yeah, I mean, thankfully, I don't have to answer any of those questions. Uh, so I'm going to let Harper do that. But, you know, I do think today's a good eye-opener for us because the truth is 
you know, Harper hasn't done a live event either. So we're going to really have to focus in on, 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 you know, figuring out to make sure like, that, that Harper shows up that day. And, uh, you know, I think this was a great learning experience for us in the den again. So we're going to, we're going to buckle down and, and, you know, Harper's somebody and you saw, can tell you this too, cause they, they're, they spar, um, you know, that's, that's a guy I'm not worried about, uh, in terms of work ethic at all, but you know, lights are lights and they can do things. So we gotta, we gotta really buckle down. This is a really tough environment to kind of recreate for competitors when you're, you can practice the speed rounds, you can practice with the buzzers, you can do all of those things, but it's something about playing in front of a live crowd. Kate, the only answer I think I have for you is maybe they should do open mics. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I need eight minutes of comedy. <laughs> And, and then, then you can get back out here. I don't know. I mean, that sounds like the recipe for, for just all of the problems that you and I have in our lives. Isn't that the truth? But Saul, you know I think the world of you as a competitor and as a person, uh, please don't let today's results you know, beat you down. And uh, I can't wait to see what your future holds here for you at the Schmodown. Back to the desk. Look, when you see, look, I, I have to give Saul a lot of credit. I, he could have stood up there and started to take shots at Parker and say this is it, this is a fluke. Yeah. He didn't. He said, I got nothing but respect for Robert Parker. And he was bummed. You know, Saul takes these losses hard. But as Kate said, he's somewhat, you can't look at what Saul has done in the league. He's got four wins this year with four knockouts and say, that guy could be scary for anyone. Yeah, and you look at the emergence of managers and how important they have been in the last few seasons here in the movie trivia showdown. The chemistry and the rapport he's built with Kate's mom ever is not to be overlooked because she can get him back in fighting shape sooner rather than later. We don't know when that next battle is going to be, but it's going to be a scrap because Saul is going to be looking for revenge. Well, we do know who Parker's next battle is. It's going to be against either Amaru Moses or Mike Kalinowski, Ooh. and they go head-to-head -head on our next pay-per-view. And in the undercard of that pay-per-view is Rick the Rager Radis and Frankie the Animal Alvarez. That all goes down. You can get your tickets on theschmodownlive.com for that one. Patrons, obviously, at the $10 level and up will get it. What an event it will be. We're going to find out. We know Thomas Harper is going to the Spectacular. Who he plays, we'll figure that out at the end of that Star Wars tournament. And... We know now Parker awaits Kalinowski or Moses. That's right. The dance card for the movie trivia showdown spectacular starting to fill out here. You and I will be on hand for that great event in downtown Los Angeles. Grab your tickets at theschmodownlive.com. That's Christian. I'm Mark. For everybody here and our good friends at the Scum and Villainy Cantina here in Hollywood, California, make it a stop on your next vacation out to the West Coast or come move here and hang out with us. That's all for us, and we'll see you soon here at the Schmodown. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.